Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn Davis Furnace. Welcome to my podcast, Quinn Davis Furnace Presents, the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, June 16th, 2019. It is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, to my dad and my grandpa. And maybe I'm a dad. You know, you can never be so sure. Wasn't it that Vince Vaughn movie? I think it was called like... 99 and counting or something where he finds out that he has like a hundred children or something like that I don't know I tend to not go for Vince Vaughn movies because historically he's got a pretty terrible track record but getting off topic here it is Father's Day and this is the Beantown podcast one of the better podcasts in the greater Chicagoland area and your number one source for misinformation spread far and wide across the internet. This is my show. I created it a year and a half ago. And the great thing about the Beantown podcast is it's been severely mediocre for about a year and a half now, but we're still plugging along, chugging along. And, you know, you, the Beaners, are kind of I think at this point it's kind of like you're waiting to see just how bad it can get. It's like when you're on a 5-hour plane flight and uh you're like, you know, you turn on an episode of a TV show you never heard of and it's not good but like you're kind of like what else am I supposed to do and it, that's kind of a metaphor for life. Well, that's sort of what the the role the Beantown podcast serves, you know, no one has ever said it's a great podcast. No one really loves listening to it, but it's just kind of something to throw on. And that's really, you know, if I can if I can fill that hole in your heart, then I am all for it. Well, you know, for all the beaners out there who were with us a year ago uh, for our first ever annual Father's Day special that we like to do songs on the podcast, and our 2018 Happy Father's Day song was one of the better songs we've ever sung on the podcast. You know, something like, Happy Father's Day to my dad. Happy Father's Day. Love you, pops. And we talked in the song about uh, going to Bob Evans south of the Mason-Dixon line and getting food poisoning. We talked about mummies somehow come up. Uh, There's a Jason Mraz-esque scat solo, so I really encourage everyone to go check it out. It should be the June 15th, 2018 episode from a year ago. It's a really fun song. I think it's towards the beginning, but... This year, you're probably thinking, okay, Quinn, are you just going to reuse the same song, maybe change some lyrics? No, I was riding the train. Well, I spent a lot of my life riding the train, but came up with a pretty catchy chorus and then added, uh, I wrote uh, some lyrics to a couple of verses. Last night, I was coming home from a, uh, oh, the DePaul University graduation for the School of Music. Went to that, supported a couple of friends who were earning their master's degrees, and then we went to a fancy schmancy Italian restaurant um, after the ceremony, and yada, 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 ended up at the Redhead Piano Bar. Um, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting home till one or so so i but but you know it's a long train ride from river north up to gorgeous rogers park where we are coming to you live today um 
but you know, so I had had some time to write some some lyrics and verses and just kind of imagine it in my head on that train ride home. Not to digress too much here, but I, you know, you're always going to see some interesting characters. Let's just put it that way, especially on the red line. But I, this was a new one for me last night. So I'm sitting down on the train, and there is a, um, I think what we can confidently say, homeless man sitting all the way as close to the end of the train as you can get right next to where you can open up the emergency door to go in between trains, which, you know, you see people do all the time, especially the panhandlers. They will jump between trains um, while the trains are in motion. So so the that's nothing new. But what this what this was was something I had never seen before. The man, in order to do some sort of airing himself out of some kind, airing, A-I-R-I-N-G, opened the emergency door and then just held it propped open about halfway with his foot while we were riding. And anyone who's ever uh, ridden the the subway before knows that it's already pretty loud when you're riding and there are no doors open. Well, you can imagine how fun it was riding the train home last night at 1 a.m. with the emergency door open going through the subway a little tough on the ears. Honestly, it reminded me of, you know, when you're a kid and you go to a movie theater and they show the trailers and, you know, it's, I don't know if that, it doesn't bother me anymore, but when I was a kid and, you know, you go to movie theaters and see the trailers, the sound was always like really, really loud to me. I wasn't, it wasn't a fear thing. It was like a physical, oh God, this is really loud. And that's how I was starting to feel last night. Um, It was really rough on the ears. But uh, I finally got up to Rogers Park, door open the whole time, which was an adventure. It was a really fun, you know, 35-minute train ride. But long story short, wrote a killer song for my dad and for all the dads out there. And so it's a separate track. It's already up on SoundCloud, YouTube, etc. It is unofficially a Beantown Unplugged installment, and in fact, our first one, I believe, of 2019. It's been a long time for Beantown Unplugged, but I wanted to do a separate track um, for all the dads out there so they didn't have to listen to a you know half-hour-long podcast just to, just to dig around, to rummage around, rummage, R-U-M-M-A-G-E, to find it. So without further ado, if you haven't already heard the Father's Day song, here it is. Yeah. 
So there you go. Happy Father's Day to my dad, Steve. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's been good. We talked to dad this morning on the family chat, which has in the last, I don't know, year, two years or so become a irrevocable furnace family tradition irreplaceable like that beyonce song to the left to the left to the left to the left everything you own in the box to the left in the closet lots of stuff you must not know about me you must not know about me i can never know you in a minute, matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute, baby. All right, I lost it. Not that I ever had it, but um, happy Father's Day to, to all the dads out there. Some I, I was thinking, what do I want to do for this podcast? Actually, we had something else lined up with a guest, but that fell through. Um, so we were kind of scrambling this morning as I ate my scrambled eggs to figure out what we wanted to to do here today. So I figured we would just share some favorite memories of our dads. Um, the first one that comes to mind, just because we were mentioning it earlier, was that trip I took to Florida, Florida, F-L-O-R-I-D-A, with my dad about, I don't know, 10, 11, 
12 years ago, something like that. And one of my favorite memories from that is we were driving down, and I think we noticed driving down how many Waffle Houses there were. And me being from Illinois, never having really gone to the south before, never really knew about the Waffle House. So we were in awe of how many there were along the highway. And so on the way back, I think we decided to count how many Waffle Houses there were from wherever we were coming back from Daytona Beach to Rockford. And I think our count was 88 along the interstate, which is pretty good. And God knows there's a lot more of them out there. But that was a fun trip for Dad, you know, getting food poisoning from Bob Evans. I don't, the the word is still out, and maybe he remembers, but I, I don't on what exactly it was, what the specific dish was that caused the discomfort. But I remember we went to Tropicana Field to watch the hometown Rays, who were, I think, just at that point had just become the Rays from the Devil Rays, um, taken on the New York Yankees. And we got to see A-Rod and Jeter, but I remember spending most of the game by myself because I think my dad, and maybe dad, if you're out there listening, you can chime in later, but I'm assuming you were on the toilet the whole time and I was just chilling there by myself. You had mentioned that, (laughs) dad had mentioned that he was going to try to go find a place to lie down. Um, I don't think there are many couches available for for the fans at Tropicana Field, so I'm guessing um, you you cozied up to a stall. But I watched most of the game by myself, and, which was fine because I love baseball. But I remember you came back. It was probably like the sixth inning or something, and we left <laughs> to go retreat back to the hotel room. And I was I was so bummed. This isn't anything for you, but just because the game. While I was there was like fine. I think the Rays were winning like five to zero or something. So it was it was good for you know the the four thousand of us who were in the stands to witness. But I remember after we left, I remember reading the box score of the game after and after we left, A Rod and Jeter or Jeter and A Rod went back to back. Which, uh, whatever. I mean, it's fine. No one's upset anymore. You know, eleven years later, I've. I've I've had my time to kind of distance myself from that pain of not being able to see two future Hall of Famers but or go back to back. I did get to watch them, but speaking of baseball, it was always uh nice when 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 dad would take time out of his busy days and we all know dad working in retail as you saw from the the song Macy's, right? Working a lot of hours growing up so anytime we'd have the chance to go play ball in the backyard or if it was a really good day really special treat we'd go out to the diamonds at or the diamond one diamond at uh bauman park in cherry valley and you actually get to play on the the real dirt which which felt like a a dream come true but uh, something i always took for granted and that you kind of recognize later in life as you're growing up is that you or or not you this is specific to me but my dad didn't really play baseball growing up he was a swimmer and so when he would teach you know us how to how to play that was really a big lift for him because he didn't really have the background or the training in it in him himself so 
kudos to Pops on that one. Not that uh not not that his tutelage ever came to to much. None of us really were outstanding. Well, I like to think of my, myself was a solid baseball player until I got hurt, but um yeah, no we we did we did pretty well for a limited playing background. Didn't have it in the genes, but kind of made the most of it. It's a furnace family tradition. Um we're going to continue on with some uh some memories of dad and dads here but so that we don't get too long let's jump in let's read these ads and well i would love to keep this one short today wouldn't you and go read my book i'm reading dr sleep by stephen king the 2013 sequel to his what probably mid 70s novel the shining and uh, the trailer because they're the movie's coming out this year just dropped this past week with Ewan McGregor and Rebecca Ferguson, and it reminded me when I saw the trailer, oh, hey, I need to actually read this book. The Shining is fantastic. If you've never read it, um, the film, of course, Stanley Kubrick is iconic, and now that, you know, I'm definitely going to see this movie because it's um, Ewan McGregor, my favorite actor, I will be uh, I will be eager to, to see how they do with uh, the adaptation of the book, which I'm reading right now. I started it uh two days ago one day ago and i'm about 100 pages in it's not as long as some of his other novels it's only about 500 ish pages um i think the shining is probably similar to that maybe a little bit longer but if you've ever read it i think that's what like 1200 pages and then if you've ever and i did this i think two years ago i read the unabridged version of the stand which is what Stephen King recommends doing because there's the abridged version, which is still like a thousand pages, but then there's the unabridged version, which is about 1400, I think. And I read that a couple years back and it's good, but man, it is, it is a marathon to get through there. Just, it's kind of, it, it reminds me a little bit of lost, not in the story material in any way, but just there are so many characters and Stephen King spends, a lot of time giving them backstory and just random conversations that are sometimes beneficial to the uh, the plot, and sometimes it just adds that kind of touch of realism to what's going on. But if you're looking for a lighter Stephen King read, and I don't mean light in terms of topic, I mean light in terms of length. The Shining, excuse me, what a belch. The Shining is good. Misery is also good. Shawshank is a short story, I believe, and uh, The Green Mile is pretty pretty thick, but nothing as big as it or The Stand. All right, let's get to some ads here. And first up, oh, wouldn't you know, who is it? Home Pride, Oregon. Here we go. It's a Father's Day Home Pride, Oregon spectacular. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth? And I just want to say I imagine at this point for all three and a half of you listening to that, the crowd's just going wild. You know that um, it's not a vine, but just a short clip where they're in the bar and they pan and the crowd goes crazy. Now the fun thing to do is insert all sorts of different things. My favorite thing is the Chris Collins were sliding, but I digress. Um, I like to imagine the Home Pride Organ ad comes on for the Father's Day episode and the crowd just going crazy. But let's get into it here. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth? 
all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Oh, man, it's like a home inspection feast. Uh, Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate gold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call the big man Steve at 541-410-0316. Oh, man. Or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316. Or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Say it with me now. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. And that's your Father's Day read of the Home Pride Oregon ad. You're welcome. Ah, Boy, that was fun. I had fun with it. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I did putting it on for you. Uh, But again, you can always check out HomePrideOregon.com. To get your Central Oregon home up to par and ready to sell. Shout out to the Samson Q2U series for that crisp, clean audio quality from East Coast to West Coast, Midwest to Deep South. It's a Samson and it's going to be by your side 24-7, 365. Whether you're recording a Father's Day tune or a special message for that significant other in your life, you got to trust Samson with that crisp, clean audio quality because when God speaks, he uses a Samson. And a shout-out. Boy, I'm really on a roll here. <laughs> I feel like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Judge Jeanine Pierre. <laughs> What's her name? The Fox News lady, Judge Jeanine Pierre. P-I-R-R-O, I think that's her last name. Uh, that kind of sound like her right now. Then the shout-out to the TV Guide for constantly showing us what's on TV, although... Haven't gotten one in two and a half months now, and uh, I was just showing this to Brother Jack, hashtag friend of the podcast, was over here uh, moving a couch, and we'll tell that story in a sec, but there's not much there. Uh, Speaking of not much there, my TV guide stack has gone dry, and... uh, I don't know if we're going to get to see John Goodman on the cover. I don't know if the Connors is coming back. Did the Connors ever even start? I feel like Rose, you know, the whole Roseanne controversy thrust that into the spotlight, but did it ever even happen? I don't know. Johnny Galecki's schedule's got to be freed up now that he's uh, done with Big Bang Theory, and I assume Sarah Chalk is available as well. Um, but getting off topic here, we got one more ad to do, and it's cuts by... So Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many north side of Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably 
Oh, thanks to Steve, happy Father's Day, and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and greater Chicagoland area, Illinois, and northwest Indiana. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, call Cuts by a Q at 815-298-7200 or email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. That's cut! Q-U-T-Z by Q at yahoo.com. You know we're going to sing. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. A lot of energy in these ads today. That's what you come for in the Beantown Podcast Father's Day Special 2019, an annual tradition like none other except for the Masters every April on CBS. All right, Jim Nance would be proud. I mentioned we got a couch on uh, Tuesday night, so Craigslist free. And I've been mentioning I was getting on a Craigslist, and a lot of people I said that to were like, is Craigslist still a thing? Or like, are you going to get murdered? And I'm like, now how many people on Craigslist are getting murdered annually? You know, probably like seven. So the chance of me being one of those seven is, you know, there, you know those crazy facts where it's like you have a better chance of getting mauled by a cow than being struck by lightning this year? That's kind of, it's kind of one of those facts. So... I mentioned uh, my brother Jack, who has been on this podcast multiple times in the past, generously came up from uh, the the west side where he's living this summer to help me uh, move a couch. So there's an ad for a free couch. It's almost exactly a mile straight north of me, kind of close to where I lived when I was in grad school. So we go over to this guy's couch. Don't really have a battle, or we go over to this guy's apartment. Don't really have a, a an action plan other than we're just going to go in there and you know TCB take care of business. Uh, we get there, the couch is a little bit uh, one bigger, but two just kind of bulkier slash heavier than I imagined, which is kind of a silly thing to say because how are you supposed to imagine what a couch is like from just two pictures? But we. Uh, we, we get it out of the house after some finagling and some pivoting. I know all you Friends fans out there, there's a classic David Schwimmer pivot clip. Pivot! And uh, I saw it once, and I, I'm kind of good to go on that front. But we, uh, we, we did some pivoting. We got it out, and we just start carrying it. And uh, it's pretty heavy. And the the tough thing is that it's really tough on your fingers. There's not much for grippage uh, underneath this couch. It's pretty much just wood. And I don't. I'm not a good judge of weights, you know. But I'm guessing this couch is you know 100 pounds, something like that, maybe heavier. And it's you know it's long. It's seven and a half feet long. So we're carrying it, and we're not doing great. Eventually, after probably 45 minutes, we get about halfway and. We're, you know, we've been taking periodic breaks pretty much every block. We try to go one block at a time, uh, which by Chicago standards is about, well, depending on the block, either a 16th or an eighth of a mile. At that point, they were 16th of a mile. So we were, you know, and I'm one mile from apartment to apartment. So we're not making huge progress here. But we get about halfway, and then we're sitting out there just north of Morse, and this kind lady, probably in her, I don't know, 
late 40s, early 50s, uh, is sitting out there on her car, I think smoking and playing maybe Toon Blast, I don't know, on her phone with her dog. And uh, she sees us struggling there and offers us a dolly from her garage, which was extremely generous of her. Uh, we take the dolly. It ends up working out pretty well. You kind of had to pull it like a rickshaw. And my uh, my upper back was really sore for about two days after you know the move and only trying to haul that half a mile. And I didn't even I only did half of that, so a quarter of a mile. But um, eventually we get it up the stairs, which wasn't so bad. And get the uh, the legs back on, thanks to some genius engineering uh, by Jack, which included a butter knife and an iPhone flashlight. And uh, we bring the dolly back. The lady was very kind. She didn't want, or she wouldn't take any payment. And she, uh, when I first, when we, when she first offered us the dolly, I was like, let me, please, let me give you my phone number, like, and you can call it right here to make sure that you know I'm not juking you. Because as far as she knows, you know, we could just be, we could steal this dolly if she doesn't want to keep track of it. Um, not that we ever had that intention, but I'm just trying to, you know, make her make her rest easy. Uh, she didn't want the phone number, and she, it, complete blind trust, but we bring it back. She was still sitting out there with her dog, and um, yeah, we returned the dolly. So we we go back, and have some beers on the couch and and that was that was our Tuesday night so shout out to Jack brother and friend of the podcast don't forget to use hashtag friends of the podcast when you're talking about the Beantown podcast on social media you can find us at Twitter or on Twitter at Beantown cast we're on Facebook new website beantownpodcast.com including our cuts by Q barbershop page where you can see all of our fun and new styles that we offer to the surrounding community as well as the Beantown blog which we're hoping to update sometime this week because it's been a couple weeks um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do it right through beantownpodcast.com or you can always email beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-N podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, but again, we're doing the happy father's day special. We're getting close to the end here. Um, uh, we've, you know, this has been a productive episode. We had some fun stories. We had a great new song and, uh, the ads were Arguably the best ads we've done ever, frankly. It's, it is a lot of energy to kind of get pumped up there, but I think it worked out quite well. And if anyone's curious, I am sitting on the couch recording the podcast right now. First time ever recording a podcast from a, a home-based couch because it's the first time I've ever owned a couch. Also, bought a TV this last week. First time I've ever owned a TV. So... Q's really moving up in the world. Beantown is going big business. And I know to some of you little guys out there that might be scary, but hey, we're going to take you along for the ride. That's what we do. That's how we treat our beaners. Um, I mentioned maybe a month, two months ago that we were looking into getting some buttons. The last you know month of my life has been a whirlwind, um, but we're going to try to get back into that and then start some sort of campaign. I think it could, it could be fun. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors for winning their first ever NBA Finals. Congratulations to Rockford native and one of my former acquaintances, Fred Van Vliet. Bet on yourself. Happy Father's Day to him. He's got a couple of kids now. 
but that was a good time for everyone. And I suppose congrats to the St. Louis Blues, although no one is really too pleased about that. Uh, any other stories? If you have any good father-related stories, you can always send those our way. Just gave you the contact information two minutes ago. Um, but to my own dad, thanks for everything. Thanks for uh, for providing for a six-person family on a uh, retail salary. Uh, worked your butt off and still working your butt off. Um, but uh, now you got Home Pride Oregon too. So that supplemental income, along with this, you know, this uh, spread the word sort of grassroots campaign you've gotten from the Bean Tom podcast, I think. You know, retire by the time you're 55, hopefully. Um, yeah, that could be difficult considering how old you are now. But you never stop dreaming, and that includes time travel, back to the future, all that good stuff. Okay, I think we are in good shape for this week's Bean Town podcast. Uh, anyone uh, think or anyone, everyone, thanks for listening. And again, you can find the song separately on SoundCloud under the Bean Town Unplugged playlist, and it's also on our YouTube page. Uh, we had some fun with it. Obviously, it's pretty terrible, but that's what the Bean Town podcast is all about. You know, we talked about this early in this episode. How bad can we get before the fans finally betray us? We're still pushing the envelope there, um, and we're we're just going to kind of see how far in we can sink. But it's it's summer, you know. You can't uh, you can't give up on us during summer vacation. Um, because that's our excuse. You know, we're too busy doing other things. I am going to go grab my book. We're going to go to a coffee shop, and we're going to continue to read Dr. Sleep, Stephen King plug. But for the last time, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Grandpa Dave has been on the podcast before. Dad has been on the podcast before. And to any of the other dads that I missed, happy Father's Day to you. All right. Uh, be be kind to one another. Have a great week, and we will check in on you next time.